Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. What are your business challenges for 2021? Supporting an increased remote workforce? Securing and managing your expanding corporate network? Communicating with your customers, employees, and partners? Whatever your challenges and priorities for 2021, Blackfoot Communications knows it all starts with a plan. We are here to help you assess, design, implement, and support your most critical technology infrastructure initiatives. Call Blackfoot at 866-541-5000 or email business at blackfoot.com to learn how we can set you up for success in 2021 and beyond. Blackfoot. Connect to more. It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Tutel and Nuanes, Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Now, sports talk from Montana for Montana. Live from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. Hello, Montana. The Montana Grizzlies fall at Georgia. A hard-fought game. Coulter Janicaro. Headed to the Montana football team. We'll talk to the Big Sky High School graduate and a little bit of roundtable and maybe a, a few other things for you on a Wednesday edition of Tutel and Nuanas. Outstanding to be with, with you on this very fine Wednesday evening. Hope you are having a fantastic day. We appreciate you being here with us. Thank you very much. We uh, always enjoy being with you each and every afternoon and, you know, for me in particular, especially these last few that we have. Again, if you weren't with us on Friday, uh, this is my last week on the show here. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I'm trying to you savor it, as they say. You know, you walk out, you walk into the stadium, you look around at the seats you never noticed before, that sort of thing. You ask people to deliver you coffee, which uh, you would never have the audacity to do under normal circumstances. And, and then gets, they do. I get, so, exci- nice I get so excited when anybody that's not us comes into the view because, I right. mean, it's all uphill for us. I mean, from us, I guess. You know, man. I mean, wait a minute now. Are these those the are new, new mugs? Yeah. 
now, okay, so the radio audience here, uh, which is most of you, uh, I I walked in and realized I was not going to have time. You know, we're trying to do the socially distant thing around here, and uh, and not be yet. and not be overlapping with each other and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So I said, well, I'm not going to try and leave the studio, and you know, and come in here and everything else, and so. I asked kind of through the window if I could get a coffee and now, and it was brought to me, uh, bless her, Liz, our, our, our do everything gal around here brought this for me. And this, I haven't even seen these new ESPN mugs. I mean, these are sharp black, uh, black background, red lettering, the whole, uh, you know, the whole, this is sharp right here. I like this. Well, now that Ryan's retiring and I'm the boss, we're going to do something here just because I feel like it. Okay. We have these three koozies right here, two Telenuanas koozies. Yeah. Two Telenuanas is over. Archive We got to get rid of them. <laughs> Text the line, 361-3688. That's you how go. you get a hold of the show. Tell us which one you want. Was it this gray? I'm colorblind. Yeah, that's gray. Gray, black, black and red. Yeah, I got those go. ones down. Got the other two. You can tell us which color you want. And if you give us a good compliment or you send us your address or whatever, maybe we'll send you a mug. We'll see. This is all just pull. The other thing, too, I'll say here as we go through a very odd rundown of the show, Brian Cody just walked The king. In, the king of wings over at the Desperado. It's our last Desperado uh, tr- uh, uh, Wing It Wednesday trivia today so we're for gonna give a, for, for for me yeah we're gonna uh, do we're gonna uh, do a little stump the schwab I'm, action I'm gonna, when you're gone oh boy well it's, i mean good luck but uh Randy thinks he can do it well i mean he can he just can't ask you sports questions he's gotta ask <laughs> you you know you gotta find some obscure thing you know like that he would know like southern california geography or something like that you know but uh anyway uh we will get you some wings over to the desperado here uh this afternoon uh this evening as well in the show today uh we are going to go through the game last night the grizzlies fall 60 to 53 they were down 13 inside of five minutes from the opening tip of that game 15 to 2 they lost by 13 points so they played even for over 35 minutes of that game got the lead actually down to within three points uh at a couple different points in the in the first half uh but uh ultimately i mean georgia obviously a tremendous team uh, had the number one overall pick on that club a year ago and montana falls and now falls i mean uh, ominously right to zero and four so we'll get into that game a little bit colter janet carroll going to join us about 25 minutes from now uh, outstanding quarterback slash running back slash kind of do everything uh player for them for the big sky eagle football team he made his commitment uh here recently to the montana grizzlies uh, obviously nobody's signed early signing periods about a week and a half two uh, weeks december away. 16th is when it's open oh, it's so a week it's, it's a week away. creeping up on us so okay. i guess that's exactly a week from today yeah a week from today so uh we will uh, uh have him on talk about his decision to go play uh, for the hometown club uh in the missoula grizzlies we will do the wing it wednesday as we said we'll do our round table our round table this week is gonna we're trying to have a little bit of of fun and a little, a little walk down memory lane a little bit with this thing so we got some sound for you uh, from uh, just some, I don't know, some archived uh, uh, audio that we've pulled from. It's not one long piece. It's, you know, a piece or two. And then Coulter and I will kind of splice in and talk a little bit uh, about, uh, you know, some of the some of the history of us together on the show and even going back, some of the more interesting sports things that have happened because there's been some significant moments in the, uh, you know, across uh, Montana sports over these last five years or so that we've been, uh, you know, doing this show. So I want to get to some of that and have, you know, have a little, I don't know if nostalgia is the word or whatever, but, you know, a little bit of that stuff so and also uh, maybe we'll discussion about just sports in montana in general we've talked about you know we talk about specifics a lot of time occasionally we wander into generalities but you know kind of you know again to 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 set up what 
is special about what it is that we get to do here and what everybody here that is a sports fan is a part of. So there you go. That is the show outlook. 361-3688. If you want to be a part of the show today, you can call in, you can text in. Of course, all guests join us via the Rankage Brothers RV phone line. If you would like to uh, listen live on the World Wide Web, 1029ESPN.com is where you go. You check out the website. It is available all the time on the stream. The station is on the stream thanks to our friends at opportunity bank of montana opportunity bank your local bank your opportunity coulter let's talk a little basketball man we've been waiting all this time to actually set up and talk sports now that we can talk sports you know i'm i'm walking out of here so we got we got spoiled the last couple uh about the last what two weeks to the day i guess since college basketball opened because we basically had big sky conference action uh, every couple, some every, every couple yeah, days, whether right. it was Bobcat women, Lady Grizz, Men Grizz. When, when is the next Bobcat men? Bobcats men's game? I haven't even checked in on. on uh, they play Washington State next. Uh, well, excuse me. So, breaking news as of last night, Montana will play their first and only non-conference home game Saturday afternoon against Yellowstone Christian. Whoa! I don't Yellowstone Christian's in Billings. That's all I know. Okay, I, I can't find what association they're. They're not an NCAA, an NAIA, or a junior college. Just, I, I believe they're part of the National Christian Collegiate Athletic Association. Okay, but I can't even confirm that. Uh, and then Yellowstone is, Christian is this a game that you're just like we just got to play more because okay, so, we got to get rotations in, we got to get a dub, we got to feel so, good about so ourselves. So first and, to answer your question, yeah. the, Yellowstone Christian then plays Montana State on Sunday. So Yellowstone okay. Christian is playing the Grizz and the Cats. They're doing the tour. Okay. This is what Travis DeKeer summed it up last night. He said, we've never completed the schedule, and we left one game open on purpose. We knew there was a potential to add an exempt tournament, which would have given us three more games, plus the four we already had scheduled. They've played two of those now after last night's loss at Georgia. They still have to play Washington and Arizona, the Grizz do. We knew this was a tough schedule, and there would be some adversity, and so we wanted to play at home. Now we have this game on the calendar. We've had it for over a month. We just hadn't contracted it because we wanted to see what other opportunities were out there. This leaves us the opportunity to play in an NEC tournament, exempt tournament, down the road. So basically, Montana just wanted to see if they could get another Power 5 or another tournament, yeah. and they haven't, but they can play this game and still probably get into one of those NEC games that only counts as one, even though you might get three at a neutral site. I think that's the, the status that Montana State is in as well. They just, I, these two teams just need to play a game at home in their own gym of course. I to mean, figure out their own you know <laughs> rotations and, and whatever. What, I mean, Montana had the potential of not playing in Missoula. Mm-hmm. Until January, starting their season in November, yep. you know, and so that I mean, such is the nature of what we got going on right now. But but uh, that's interesting. By the way, it is worth noting, UNLV, who Montana State went and beat in their opening game, has now canceled their game with Eastern Washington sure. that was scheduled. So you know, a Big Sky game now not happening, and that, and that is uh, you know just more news for what it's worth. Let's go to last night, the Georgia Bulldogs. Beat Montana 63-50. to As I said off the top, they were up 15-2, to which proved to be the margin of victory. So taken as a whole, the last 35 minutes of the game, very competitive. Montana even came back in that game, closed it from 13-3, to you know, gained 10 points on them over the course of time. Now, um, anytime a game opens up the way this game opened up, it, it influences the way everything you go. You can't just go, well, hey, man, like, you know, if you just play like that the first five minutes, look, you're in a, you know, tie ball game one possession game who knows but uh often if you get down early then a team goes on a run then the other team kind of comes back and that's what we saw here and also it's what we saw at usc with the montana grizzlies i thought 
Kyle Owens was outstanding last night. Uh, we talked about him a couple of days ago, Coulter, and, and some of the work in the, uh, over the offseason that he's done and the improvement that we have seen. I thought that was on full display. I thought he was clearly Montana's best player last night. Contrast that with Michael Stedman, who did not have a good game last night. I mean, he, he, was, he, was just not, he was not a factor in almost any way, which Montana needed him to be against a team like Georgia, uh, you know, where they thought Montana – thought maybe inside is where they could maybe find a little bit of an advantage. In any case, this is a good – this is a 63-50 is, is fine. Like, I mean, you didn't See, get I'm embarrassed, not, you didn't get buying, blown I'm out, but it wasn't that. a great game. See, I'm just, I'm just not buying any of that. I just don't think there's a such thing as a, um, a uh, you know, moral – what, what do you call – I mean, a, a loss – you can't – a loss is a loss is a loss is a loss. And I mean, let's be frank. Georgia's in the SEC. Georgia's not good. Georgia lost the number one no, overall. No, 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 no. Georgia lost the number one. You were trying to say they were ranked yesterday. Georgia was picked second to last in the preseason okay. SEC poll. Georgia lost the number one overall pick in Anthony Edwards. They have less size than most Powers 5 teams you, sh- you would encounter. Montana actually had the size advantage last night, and they still got whipped on the glass by 22 rebounds. They gave up 18-3 to three on the offensive They gave glass, up 18 offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. They turned the ball over 13 times in the first half and 20 times overall. They looked deer in the headlights for the first five minutes of the game. You can say, okay, they played hard and they played their way back into it. Travis DeCure's teams are always going to play hard. To me, Montana's... Offensive execution is a wreck. Their mental preparation right now is a wreck. These guys are not ready for the bright lights. And it's the continuation of a trend. Montana can't score the ball in Power 5 games. And if you can't score the ball, you will never win. It does not matter how hard a defense you're going to play. Okay, but, but I mean, all that is, is what it is. I'm not trying to take necessarily a moral victory away from this or whatever. What I'm saying is, is like, I mean, Montana's chance of actually winning this game at any going into it, I mean, is is I say probably slimmer than 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 people in the program would say, but I say very little, like next to none. See, I think that's a bad that's a bad perspective to take, though. If you're if you are only trying to win the city championship in the city of Missoula, you're never going to win the state championship. It's the same thing as if you're only trying to win the Big Sky championship, you're never going to beat a Power Five team. If this team really wants to be ascending into the ranks of the elite mid majors, which they were consistently one of the top twenty mid major programs in the country for three years in a row. The top 20 mid-major teams in the country should be able to go beat the number 13 out of 14 teams in the SEC, especially when that team doesn't play well. First of all, the SEC is a far better conference in basketball than it was even four or five years ago. Certainly, certainly, especially the top, because because of Tennessee's resurgence under Rick Barnes, but obviously with, Kentucky's with presence. That's it, with everything that you said, that's all well and good if you're in the program. I'm not saying that Travis DeCure should be saying, hey, guys, it's okay, you know, like 13, good, good enough showing or something like that. What I'm saying is I sit here, I watch a team that's got a whole bunch of brand new faces that haven't played together. Sure. I see a, a, a team that has had as everybody has very uh, 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 inco- a lot of incontinuity in the way that they have sure. been able to prepare or not pre- prepare for the season and everything uh, like that, and then you see it on display. I think this. I think this loss is compounded by two one point losses in Southern Utah, sure. because you sit there and you go zero and four, and that's like that's undeniable. And even though that it's USC and Georgia and they were never going to be favored or even close to favored in either of those games, regardless of where the teams rank in the power five or the high major conferences that they're in, it's the two losses in the middle that really then great. And you go, oh, my goodness, you know, maybe we should get the Yellowstone Christian game on the schedule. 
regardless of who the opponent is, regardless of the circumstances surrounding it, I totally understand how tough it's been for everybody in the country, a particularly Montana team that has nine newcomers to find continuity, to find any sort semblance of anything. It's not just that they had limited practice time. It's not just they've had limited time to hang out together. There was no open gyms in the summer. These guys have not played together hardly at all. I sure. get, I get why it looks like it. I get the why. Was there any moment last night watching that game where you were impressed with the Grizz? I thought they looked completely yeah, and the, utterly out of sorts. I thought they looked sloppy. The second eight minutes of the first half. I, I thought I thought they looked sloppy. I thought the execution was poor. And again, I get the why, but that doesn't it doesn't justify to me the what. It doesn't. Why? Because I've covered this program for thirteen years, and I've seen when they the the the. The blueprint has been the same for the last three head coaches, the way that they get teams ready. And this team looks markedly different than every team from the last 13 years. And why would you think that maybe this year and this team might be a significant aberration from any other team that you've seen before over the last 13 years? But but when everybody's in the exact same situation, there's no excuse to come out of the locker room during the headlights. They threw two inbounds passes straight to the other team. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. That 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 has that has nothing to do with coronavirus. You're a Division One basketball player. I, I it, I'm not trying to pile on the Grizz right no, now. No. I'm just saying this is a this is a distinctly there, there's two th- issues going on. One which all 368 Division One teams share, and another which is something that Montana needs to be concerned about. I'm not saying sound the alarm, the season's over. They're going to be just fine. I still would put my money on Montana to win the Big Sky Tournament by the time we get to March. All I'm saying is right now, they have a, an absence of focus and an absence of edge that I've never seen before in a Grizz basketball team. First of all, that sentence that preceded your last one is the is the only thing that I want to focus in on. Everything that happens right now, whatever's going to happen against Washington, whatever's going to happen uh, against... Who's, who's the other one? Arizona. Oh, Arizona. That's right. Yep. Thank you. Uh... uh is going to be whatever it is. Washington is really down right now, if I understand it correctly, right? I mean, they yeah. they were terrible last year after yeah. being really good a year before, yep. and it doesn't look good right now. You, Montana should be competitive in that basketball game with the Huskies. Um, I but, mean, but they have to be ready to go. Well, they have to be ready to go, but you you already said like effort isn't the issue. No, I know, but okay, but again, the, everyone in the country, for, in every realm of life, is experiencing the weight of the pandemic. It's affected all of us in a negative fashion. There's no question about it. It's affected every single human in a negative fashion, period. Yeah. That doesn't, you can't have your blinders on though. You can't not be, to me, Montana just didn't look like fearsome competitors right out the gates. They looked not only, not only rusty, whichever that's acceptable, not only lacking continuity, which is acceptable, lacking focus, lacking edge, lacking toughness. They just look soft. And to me, they have it within them. The reason I'm criticizing them so hard right now is because you can see it. When they're down 24 at USC, Travis Secure calls a timeout, rips everybody to shreds, and then they go on a 13 nothing run. Which when, is exactly what happened when last they're night down again. 15 That's to right. two. Then all of a sudden it's pushed to what 23 to seven, and then they go on I think a, a 13 to one run to cut it to two. They have it in them. But you just got to be ready to go. And again, I'm not trying to say this is a prevalent trend that's going to last. I think that the probably within their next time out, they'll be ready to go. This is a learning experience for them. But at the end of the day, what you said, this, none of this matters besides for the development of the team, but more yeah. importantly, the $90,000 that they earned in well, Athens. Well, th- that obviously. But the, the the thing, though, from a basketball standpoint, you're starting two true freshmen, okay? Yep. You're starting another. Probably, probably at least, I mean, Brandon Whitney has shown great flashes, but I'm not sure that he would actually be a starter if everybody was ready, available. 
Right. We don't know. We don't sure. know what's going on with Cam Satterwhite. We don't know what's going on with Derek Carr, Hollinger, right. Robbie Beasley has been hurt, but all accounts were that Whitney is good and Beasley is great. So we don't really know what the situation would be like if everybody was available. Two true freshmen and Michael Stedman, who needs to play better. I mean, he was just bl- bad last night. There's no. There's no two ways about it. Okay, that you got to be better than that. Period. Yep. Yep. Regardless of where you're playing, Kyle Owens was was everything he needed to be last night. Yep. And Josh Vasquez. He did not have his uh, – he had maybe his worst game, actually. And so he's the one guy who's a returner, who's played a ton of minutes, who knows the system. He's got to be better than that and ready to go. Freshmen in their fourth game of their career going to Georgia, it doesn't surprise me if they're not everything that you want them to be or think that they need to be. And the point of all this is, in years past, okay, the we have talked about the importance of the non-conference schedule in the interest of the Grizzlies – already penciling them in to get it to, to to try and maybe improve their seating situation you know in the in the conference or in the NCAA tournament this team the only thing that matters and usually by the way the only thing that matters for a big sky team is hitting the conference season at your absolute best that you can be and then improving from there to max out in March. And I realize that everybody wants to do that. Montana has traditionally been pretty good at doing that, including last year. I have a question for you, though. And so this is what I'm waiting to see out of a young team with a ton of talent. Yes, your question. If you want... Okay, first, first question. Would you agree that the potential of the Montana basketball program as a whole, given its resources, its tradition and its current head coach, is very high. It's the a, best a, in the a, big a, sky. You include Weber State maybe in there. A, 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 a team that could potentially be an 11 or a 12 seed in the tournament if they put it all together. Yes. Yeah, 12-13. Yes. Okay. Would you agree that if the trajectory continued upward from where they were two seasons ago, that that's a team that, could and sh- probably should win an NCAA tournament game, or at least at least be in the mix to win a tournament well, game. I mean, the the answer is yes, but but I'm going to take issue with the premise here. You you don't go up from four four year starters who were some of the best players to ever walk through the door. And Travis Kier acknowledged that in the post game last night. He said, "Hey, here's the deal: we are a program. We're not a plug and play." And so we're rebuilding this thing. Now, yes. And and we need to rebuild it. And I, and I, I do understand that premise. I just think you have. I always hearken back to this, but we have this massive assumption that every single element of sports ex- improves exponentially, infinitely. And that's not the case. No. It's not the case. Freshmen are not necessarily better when they're seniors. LeBron, or, you know, this NBA All-Star is not necessarily going to be better when he's been in the league for seven years. He might hit his peak his second year. There's a lot of Derrick Roses out there. Injuries, all these different factors come into play. I, I guess what I'm getting at is the Big Sky Conference in basketball has not gotten better. It's gotten worse. Mm. Eastern Washington's gotten better. The last five years, Eastern Washington has taken a step from being a middle-of-the-road Big Sky program to a one of the better big sky programs. Right. Northern Colorado's gotten a little bit better. Montana has sustained its level of excellence that it's had since Larry Kostoviak first took over 16 years ago. And maybe incrementally better, but it's hard to say because Larry Kostoviak won an NCAA tournament game and 
most of the Grizz teams that have made the tournament since then, I know the draw has been bad, but have gotten blown out. But regardless, Weber State's not nearly as good as they once were. NAU, people forget, NAU was probably the third best program in the Big Sky Conference for a 15-year span behind Montana and Weber State, and they're irrelevant now. And so the Big Sky itself, just look at the RPI. That's what's killing Montana. That's what killed the Ahmad Roy Michael Ogine Montana teams more than anything. They played in the Big Sky. They got bad seeds because of the yeah. league that they well, played in. And what their, I'm saying their, though, their junior year, that RPI was actually very good, and then it tanked. What I'm saying years. though is I 100% hear what Travis DeCure is saying about the the necessity to rebuild the program and not be a quick fix, but actually be a long term solution. I also totally understand all of the whys of why this team is struggling right now. I just think that Montana as a whole, and I think this is the, the attitude within the program, but I just think that the attitude surrounding the program needs to be much bigger and better than the Big Sky. And they have done that in terms of the way that they've scheduled, but I have some statistics for you that I'd like you to react to. Let's hear it. This was their 23rd Power 5 game under Travis Secure. They have not shied away from playing the best of the best in the the top level of college basketball. They've There's won no question. one, and it was a horrendous, awful Team. Yeah, they won. They won one in overtime against a pit team that ended up winning two. Count them two games that entire season. Yeah. Other than that, they've lost all the rest of those games. Mm-hmm. In those games, Montana is averaging fifty nine point seven points per game. They have scored sixty a total of nine times in those games. They've surpassed seventy, I believe, th- four times, including they when they won over Pitt when they lost by four points at Ole Miss when they lost by three points at Washington and when they lost by two points to Cal. To me, Montana can hang because of the mentality that Travis DeCure makes his teams play defense with. But they have hit a brick wall in my mind when they play these top-level teams, whether it's in the non-conference or in the NCAA tournament, because holding Michigan to 61 points is an amazing effort. But you're never going to win when you score 47. Yeah. They have to find a way to get buckets, and I don't know how they. I don't know where they turn the corner. I, and I just wonder. I, I would love to get the coaching staff's feedback on this because I do think that they brought in dudes who they thought could, and to this point, largely it's been absent. The um, in basketball, this is why having that guy, that that absolute best player in the conference, who's better than than you know than anything for whatever reason is so big in games like these. Yep. It actually can be counterproductive in my mind in times in just the normal run in the, in, in in conference play. Sure. But everybody else will be able to score and score better when you know you can go and get two out of three buckets from this one guy, whether it's a whether it's a post player, whether it's a guy who can just get to the rim, or whether it's a guy who just knows how to light it up. So here, here's a hypothetical. You're right. Montana does not have that. Here's a hypothetical for you. Of, of the guy, we're doing this this five years of memories and mm-hmm. Tutel of Tutel and Tataka, Tutel and Nuwaz, all this. We've sat courtside together on many, many Grizz mm-hmm. basketball games, many, many Big Sky Conference basketball games. I think you and I both agree there's not many guys that we've seen that we would take in told in full to build our team around in terms of winning basketball than Maude, Rory, and Michael Ogine, right? Mm-hmm. But there's, I could think of 10 guys off the top of my head I would take to make big shots in big games over those guys. And that's the dichotomy in, that Montana's uh, facing. In other Big Sky Conference teams, you mean? Right. Yeah. Like, that's the dichotomy Montana's facing. Like, against Michigan, I'm taking Andre Spite. Against mm-hmm. against uh, USC, I'm taking Tyler Hall. Against Joel Ballenboy. Uh, Joel Ballenboy, yeah, yeah. Tyler Harvey, yep. you know, yep. on to, Bogdan Blizniak. Yep. Like, there's so many. But here's the Derek Harding, Jeremy Sanglin. I mean, there's so many dudes who can get buckets. And that's what I, w- I wonder, though. This has been the mystery of the Grizz basketball program because 
There hasn't been a program I've covered where I've believed more in the vision that they preach and the structure and the foundation and the broad swath that they have cast mm-hmm. over what they want the program to be. But there's this strange, there's a, there's just this missing element of guys just, it's, it's not even able to knock down shots. It's like when Bobby Moorhead first came to Montana, he had eight threes in a conference game. Bobby Moorhead couldn't shoot for the rest of his career. He could make big. He made some big shots. He did for sure. But he was never the caliber of shooter that he was when he first walked onto campus. And I just wonder. I think that the only real weakness of this team is the the stringent and and absolutely forced structure that they are forced to play. That's my biggest criticism right now of what the team is here. Again, I understand the why and the circumstances in the world of why there's lack of continuity, lack of flow, lack of offensive execution, all that stuff. But if I had this, and this is a double-edged sword, so you tell me what you think. If, if I had what they have, I would just let them get out and run. Let me ask you this, okay? You, you mentioned all these unbelievable players. So, yep. like, if you got to have it, they're going to give it to you. Hall, Harvey, Blizniak, right? Spite, all these guys. What was the last team that won a conference, an NCAA tournament game? Montana. Right. And so, what did that Montana team had? Multiple dudes who get bucked for sure. But what I'm saying is, even though I agree with you, I can think of 10 guys too. If, you, if you're like, I just need somebody who can go get it for me against a high major team and get it done. They're out there. And you know what? They haven't gotten it done. And in fact, they haven't even been in the position to yeah, get it done yeah. because Montana has. And this is not even a direct criticism of Montana. I think this is a criticism of Division One basketball in the state of Montana. I think some of the guys that could be that guy by the time they're fifth-year seniors are in the state of Montana, and a lot of times they're not getting chances. Yep. Kendall Manuel had to go to the Pac-12 before he ever got a chance to come back. What if Raquan Evans played for Montana? Here, you know, I mean, there's a lot of dudes. Who was the dude who got the buckets for the Grizz in 2006 when they won the tournament game? Kevin Criswell, yeah. a walk-on from Colstrip, Montana, who then became <laughs> the fourth-leading scorer in the history well, of the school. That's the other thing is maybe what you need is on that day, somebody's just got to have it, and you just got to be lucky. Well, you that, know? So that's my question, though. Why has no one ever have it then? This is not just a a coach to cure in this current iteration of the Grizz. Kareem Jamar is one of the best players in the history of the Big Side Conference. His two worst games of his career were in the NCAA tournament. Will Cherry can get buckets on anybody. Will Cherry was in the NBA. Will Cherry gets gets no buckets. It's almost as... I've thought this for a really long time. I've thought that the fact that Montana is such a giant in the Big Sky Conference. They are so far superior in terms of their talent, their tradition, everything, with the mm-hmm. exception of Weber State. But recently, it's been all Montana, all out and alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about the way Eastern Washington folds when they come to Montana. But I think that Montana has this Goliath mentality all the way they get to the tournament, and they don't, they don't have the ability to shift into this underdog mode. Here's the reason why I think it hasn't happened. And it will happen, okay? But here's why I think it hasn't, or it's, it's been a long time. You ever been to an NBA game? I have. I've been on. I've been on the floor for an NBA game. Yep. Uh, for for uh, floor for NBA warmups, front seventh yeah, yeah. row, whatever for a game. Who was the okay. most impressive body that you saw? Well, in the in the game that I watched, the guy that I remember the most is probably Chris Bosh, mm. and also Marcus Camby. The the most whoa I ever saw yeah. was Zildrudis Ogalskis. Mm. I mean, he's seven four. His feet are like three feet long. Here's my point. Okay, you sit there and you go. Oh, oh! So that's what you got to be, right? The gap between the Montana Grizzly football team and the Michigan football team is probably—I'm making this up—a quarter of what it is between the Montana basketball team and the Michigan basketball team. Mm. 
I mean, I, I, I really think, and it, you know, maybe I'm exaggerating that. Maybe it's half. Maybe it's two-thirds. But what I am saying is the difference between high-level, high-major Duke-Kentucky-Blue-Bud basketball and Big Sky Conference basketball in general is so much greater than it is in football. I mean, it's just it's just massive because there's so many different ways to win and go about it and use toughness and grit and all these things in football and in basketball. Zero times out of one million is any college team going to beat any NBA team, or, you know, obviously or whatever. But like, I mean, it's just it's we talk about how golfers. There's actually the biggest gap between golf, you know, yeah. pro golfers, and they, I think basketball probably is number two. And the, the barrier to entry is the highest barrier to entry of any sport, the NBA, no question about it. And 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 that is why you don't see, I mean, you, you don't get, who, who are the USC brothers, the twins? The, uh, the Mobleys. Good luck. Go against the Mobley brothers and good luck winning that basketball game. And it can happen and it has happened. Well, but I'm just saying I think that that's the explanation. I don't think it's more complicated than that. But I... I, I I, it still doesn't explain to me why. I, I would venture to say Montana has less Power Five wins in the last ten years than at least half and maybe three quarters of the Big Sky Conference, even though they're far superior to the Big Sky. Yeah, Conference. and and they've had some near misses, like you mentioned, the, four there, point, three point, there's, two point loss. There's always these, you know, Sac State beats Cal because Sac State hit thirteen threes. Yeah. Even though Sac State is never going to be anything. They're ni- ninth place in the Big Sky, but yeah. they pulled lightning out of the bottle, right? Yeah. Like, there's, you know, Southern Utah beat UNLV a couple years ago. So Utah smacked Nebraska last so year. So what's better? You got that one win against Cal that one day in October, or you went and won the Big Sky Conference Tournament? Well, I think if you turn the Big Sky Conference Tournament into some sort of national um, validity, then I think it is. I think that this is not just a Montana problem, though. I think there's an omnipresent issue in the Big Sky Conference. Oh, of course. It's the longest drought of any league. There's 32 D1 leagues. Longest drought of any league. Every single league has had a team win a game. We're going to do we're going to do a geography lesson and then we're going to see if we can draw some conclusions. It's two tell Nuanas, one of 290 ESPN radio. Quick break on the other side. Coulter Janicaro. We're late. We got to get to him. Big Sky quarterback slash running back going to play football for the Grizzlies. We'll talk to him next. What are your business challenges for 2021? Supporting an increased remote workforce? Securing and managing your expanding corporate network? Communicating with your customers, employees, and partners? Whatever your challenges and priorities for 2021, Blackfoot Communications knows it all starts with a plan. We are here to help you assess, design, implement, and support your most critical technology infrastructure initiatives. Call Blackfoot at 866-541-5000 or email business at blackfoot.com to learn how we can set you up for success in 2021 and beyond. Blackfoot, connect to more. Sutel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Outstanding to be with you on this very fine Wednesday, Wednesday evening. Hope you are doing well. It is uh, a fine day to talk a little bit of high school football, Coulter. We're going to go to the phones here in just a minute and welcome in Coulter Janicaro from the Missoula Big Sky football team who's headed to the University of Montana Grizzlies. It is our uh, prep extra segment. Let's do it right now. Our prep extra segment brought to us by the Farmers State Bank. 
Homer State Bank, your Montana Bank since 1907. And on the Rikers Brothers RV phone line, the aforementioned Coulter Janet Carroll. Coulter, thank you so much for being with us, man. Congratulations on uh, an outstanding career and an opportunity to go play Division I football. Maybe maybe congratulations on joining your brother. I don't want to assume that you like him. <laughs> maybe you don't. Right. I don't know. You know, so, but uh, 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 very cool and, and good for you. What's it been like to sort of sit here and try and, you know, think about playing football at the next level and, and in, throughout your college career and ultimately, uh, you know, getting on board with the Montana Grizzlies? I mean, you know, it's just super fun because that's what you work for throughout your whole, I mean, high school careers to be able to play to that, that next level. So I'm just super happy about it. And playing with the Grizz, you know, growing up in Missoula and everything, watching them on Saturday and watching Grizz, it's just dream come true. Coulter, hey, it's Coulter. Thanks so much for being with us, How man. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I, always, I always do a double take. You know, we had our Garden City Spotlight all fall. We interviewed Matt Johnson every Friday, and every time he would talk about Coulter, I flashbacks. Is he talking to me? <laughs> Is Coach Johnson coaching me? No, he was not talking about you and your 200 no. rushing yards, no, no, Coulter. No, 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 yeah. no, he was not. He was certainly not. But, Coulter, tell, tell us about just the the, the, the breadth of, of this last year for you guys, because I know it was a little bit of a tough – year but you guys went out with a great win against Kalispell Flathead on senior night and made it to the playoffs so what was the experience like for you at Big Sky I mean now some of the narrative around high school football in Missoula is open enrollment a lot of guys are going to different places but you stuck it out with the Eagles you get a chance to win in your last home game of the regular season you get a chance to lead your team in the playoffs what was your experience like this last year playing as a senior at Big Sky I love Big Sky you know I love Coach Johnson Coach Down, the rest of the staff you know, they teach us hard work and just gritty football, I guess. And, uh, you know, I it was fun, you know, just playing with the guys I played with since freshman year up to now and even the underclassmen. It was a we, – we struggled sometimes throughout the year, but, you know, I think we had a lot of good things. I think the, the underclassmen are going to build on that next year. But, I mean, yeah, I bleed blue and gold. You know, Coulter, I'm interested. Pretty much all. Uh, I'm interested uh, about the process going to the University of Montana. I mean, obviously, your brother haven't already been there. We know, you know, the the, the ties are obvious enough, but you still got to, you know, be welcome, be, you know, wanted to be on the team and, and have that for yourself is something. What was the process like of, of, you know, talking to the team, talking to the coaching staff, and ultimately them saying, yeah, we want you, and you saying, yeah, that's what I want to do? Ever since, uh, I mean, ever since my brother, Levi, he went to the Grizz, He's always kind of like talked to me about like how fun it'd be, and he's always kind of wanted me to go play with him again. And, you know, uh, getting to know his teammates too, and who he lives with now. They've always like joked about it too, how fun it'd be. So I mean, having that become reality now, it's just it's yeah, relieving. Uh, like I said, being the hometown kid, I'll make it even better. And, you know, your brother looks like he's switched, right, from the, the, the offensive side of the ball to, like, the linebacker area position. Do you have any idea kind of where you fit in as you go in there? Do you have an expectation or, or a desire even uh, in terms of where you might want to play? You know, the coaches haven't really haven't really told me quite. They said they're still thinking about it. I think I could pretty much play in a lot of different places on the field. I think I'm pretty versatile, but. Uh, I like yet corner uh, myself. <laughs> Go back there, guard some receivers. You know, it's easy. Yeah, I got the hips for it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm willing to play wherever they see me best fit, where I can where I can help the team out. 
All jokes aside, what sort of influence has your brother had on you? Because I know I mean, when you committed, he, he had a nice message on Twitter saying, hey, proud brother moment. I'm so excited to, to get to play with my little brother. And uh, I know that you kind of modeled your game after him, the way that you played quarterback from sort of a running back's line of sight. So uh, what sort of influence has Levi had on you in just your development as a player? A big one, I'd say. I mean, just watching him play as a kid, big guy, or kind of always, you know, we always joked about, like, me getting some of his records and him still having me on a couple. So that's fun because I always try, like, chasing, try doing what he did better. But, uh, uh, oh, where is I going with that? Well, um, it doesn't matter. He was too, <laughs> I mean, it, he was, you, got, you got all the way to the end, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, when, uh, when they told me they had a spot on me, spot for me on the team i called him right after and he was like did you not commit already i was like oh not yet he's like why and he, was, he just kept pushing me to do it <laughs> now that's the best type of recruiting right there right, yeah, Colter, right, you right. Get your brother yeah, up there go hey you better join you better get over here we got problems bro <laughs> that's as good as it gets well tell us about the details of your recruitment i mean when, when did montana first start i mean i know you had such a great senior year but when did they first kind of get in your ear and, and say hey we kind of want you to be a grizz they didn't uh, contact me till I think about midway through the season, and then was kind of just talking then. And then just recently, last week, Coach Rosie uh, gave me a call, and yeah, just offered the spot. That's yeah, it was a pretty quick process. Well, I'm sure you have a, a lot of offers from uh, some of the other schools, Montana Frontier schools, and stuff like that. So, what made you yeah. want to chase this dream of of Division One, and what kind of set Montana apart from some of the other opportunities maybe you had? I mean, Division One, Division One is as big as it gets, and as good as it gets. And plus, you know, Washington Grizzly Stadium, it's hard to beat twenty seven thousand fans playing in front of all of them, and uh, also my brother just being there. That sounds super fun. Being able to play with him. And it's the hometown kid, I guess. Well, that's like, that's, kind of, that's kind of the cool part about it uh, on the the broad view here is because there's a lot of hometown kids now going. I think you're the seventh one. What do you think about though going and joining up forces with some guys you've been trying to compete against for a long time and all these Sentinel guys that are going to the Grizz? <laughs> it, it'll be fun because I'm I'm friends with a couple of guys over there at Sentinel, so we'll keep the. Big Sky Sentinel rivalry going throughout the next couple of years. It ain't like the old days, Coulter, where you were just a jerk and then they were also a jerk back in the 90s, you know, when people really just cared about hurting you. See, here's the thing. Here's the problem. I can't even reference the two of you in separate. In separate. I'll just say Nuanas because, he, you know, he's a big jerk back in the day. He'd have never been a friend with anybody on the other team, and it was a two-way street. But now everybody's boys, right? You go out, you play football, and then it's like, all right, yeah, see you next week. Yeah, that's a little... Sounds like a little more Matt Johnson football there. Yeah, uh, right. Ready to, if we don't win on the field, he always says we're going to win in the parking lot. So. Hey, Anaconda, that's right. That's, yeah, I'll give him creds for that one. Well, very good. Well, hey, Coulter, man, congratulations. Uh, congratulations on, on, on your great career there at Big Sky and on uh, continuing that at the University of Montana. Uh, wish you uh, the best there and obviously with your brother Levi and, and, uh, and carrying on the tradition there with the Montana Grizzlies. Thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. You got it. Coulter Janicaro, boys and girls. Future Montana Grizzly football player and a uh, uh, Big Sky 
Screaming Eagle, thank you very much uh, finishing up with us here on our Prep Extra segment. Prep Extra segment brought to us by the Farmers State Bank. Make the switch. Open an account online at FarmersEbank.com. Their their lobbies might be closed, but Farmers State Bank is open. Yes, they are. Call your local branch to make an appointment. Farmers State Bank. Quick break. Next, how about some wings, boys and girls? Got some trivia for Coulter. and got some wings for you to the Desperado Sports Tavern, the best wings in the entire city of Missoula. Coming at you right after this. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the wind gate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the wind gate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan, you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn, also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going to be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula. It's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Hey boys and girls, you tell me one is one of ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television. Outstanding to be with you on this very fine, very fine Wednesday evening. Hope you are well. Thanks for being here. At Gus Tutel on Twitter, at 1029 ESPN, at Skyline Sports MT. Um, you go to uh, at Gus Tutel on Twitter. Uh, I should have put this in the form of a poll on Twitter, but I'm just going to ask it now more rhetorically than anything. But uh, for those of you with kids, have you ever told your children Santa doesn't exist to avoid buying a present you didn't want to get them? Because that's the predicament I'm in right now. I hope she's not listening, but a bulldog puppy can't do. Well, I mean, we stopped getting, well, I shouldn't say we stopped because my mom still try, kept trying, but I told my brother when he was like three that Santa wasn't real. See, this is why the oldest being the the, the boy is a problem because you're going to go ruin all the things to, to you know the oldest girls they want to keep the charm going man i mean i've been an investigative journalist since i was about alethea's <laughs> age so i knew what i was getting for christmas every year and when uh-huh. i saw that the they still had the t- stickers on uh-huh. there from the store then i knew that uh, it wasn't santa you know i remember a christmas uh where my folks got me a a very uh, nice ski jacket like a coat mm-hmm. which i needed and um, my, I, I, I was, I would need it. I really needed one. Like I was, I was out, and it was a, a nice thing. It was a wonderful gift, and I needed it. And I was going skiing, but she wouldn't give it to me because <laughs> it ain't Christmas, and you got to open. It. I'm like, but I picked it off the rack. You wanted me to like get the one that I liked, and I've got it. And I was gonna go skiing, and now could I use it, please? This thing. Eh, 
I don't know how I feel about that. I want you to, you know, they can open it on Christmas Day, so I get that. Uh, Coulter, it's time to do a little trivia, okay? okay? Got a couple things for you here. I don't know how well it's going to go, but we'll do our best. Here's what we're going to do for the people, though, because it doesn't matter how it goes in here because it's going to go great for all of you out there. Wings to the Desperado, the best wings in the city of Missoula, 361 3688 call right now and uh, you got yourself a basket of wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern. I'm going to do this just one more time. Trust me on this. Hot, hot teriyaki Yum. with ranch. Yeah. Okay? There you go. You're welcome and enjoy. Uh, and uh, our thanks to the Desperado. Man, over the years, I think that this is right. I think this is right. And I, 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 I hope it, I hope that I'm not wrong. The Desperado is the only outfit sponsor, friend of the show, that's been it from the first day we went on air with Tutel and Tucker to this very day. That's amazing. Five years, um, man. I've we've clearly done a great job. You know, they got a great return. Well, I mean, <laughs> you give us three. Uh, the ability to promote that and, and you're promote gonna make, wings, you're going to make your money back go, tenfold. Might go pretty well. I mean, the Winslet, Winslet, <laughs> we we some, Brian gives us a couple cards. Yep, and we go yep. in there and get a free wings from oh, now yeah. and again, oh, and yeah. we spend three times that much money because oh. you got to have the burgers, the fries, the nachos, the beers, all. Of but it. Uh, yeah, our sincere thanks though to Brian uh, over the years for sure, and that you know I, the wings are going to keep coming. Just, uh, the, the, beautiful, the beautiful thing about this is me, my exit absolutely stops nothing whatsoever it just keeps on going and all the goodies just keep on coming and probably the more so yeah, so you'd be shocked to know that uh, the offensive lineman was the one that facilitated all the food giveaways yeah. that we do on this show <laughs> like hmm, how can i get free sandwiches teriyaki wings yep uh well it is time uh for some wings so three six one three six eight eight you want some wings colter here's a trivia question for you here we go boy some chicken wings would really hit the spot Tummy likey. Tummy want wingy. How many days has it been since our first day on this show together to this day? How many days has it been since our first day on this show? Now, this presumes I got the first day that we did the show Mm. together, right? But I'm not exact. I'm not 100%, but I think it's right. Okay. uh, So let's see. We had 24 days in August. And so let's see. So then that was another. You got to do the math here. You're not. I hope you don't get it right and then I get it wrong. So there's 154 days in 2017, then 365 times 2 would be 730 plus 154 is 884 plus another uh, 365 minus... The twenty-three days that we haven't had on this show. Well, no, 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 no. See now, now but the, but so are you talking just weekdays or just the cumulative on the calendar? No, I'm just talking about all the days. I'd say roughly twelve hundred, twelve hundred and twenty would be my quick math. I got it at twelve seventeen. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, twelve hundred seventeen days. Um, now you know you've always told me on these trivia questions that mm-hmm. I should have a theme. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so here's here's my next question. Trying to lead a horse to water here. Okay, over those twelve hundred and seventeen days, how much money do you owe me for lost bets? Oh, man, actually, not nearly as much as twelve hundred and seventeen. No, 
Get out of here. <laughs> I've paid most of my bets. No, I think, I'm I, think, I, think if the, I think cumulatively I probably lost about $120 worth of bets to you. I believe I've only lo- I think I've only won three bets and we probably made ten on air bets. I think I've only won three, one of which was to make you do a whole thirty. That was the greatest bet I've ever won. Because your daughter thought you were dying. Because I was. <laughs> I like- still, in fact, though, owe you a a debt payment. Which is the burning of my Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. shirt? Yes, yes, you do. I'm uh, not going to make you do that. We're going to do. We're going to. We're going to audible to something else. <laughs> why, why do I feel that ends in me puking? Whatever your audible uh, is, I don't you know. Maybe you won't no, puke. Maybe you no. just will never be able to consume again. I was thinking no. maybe have you eat a whole block of cheese in one sitting. Oof. Well, I mean that would go with my. I got you know I got my Packers hat on today for those of you watching at home. Uh, I could go with that. I could go with that. <laughs> What's your? Do you have a favorite? Ch- and I'm talking about this. I don't want. Don't get after me about the. You know the the 30 year aged with ash in the thing. You're some great cheeses <laughs> out there. Uh, but uh, uh, of just like the standard. Here's your run of like seven different cheeses that you can buy in bulk at any grocery store. Do you have a favorite one? I love cheese, all of them. Well, they're all great. Yeah. Do you like sharp or mild cheddar? Milk? I like sharp. Me too. Yeah. I think that anything that's uh, I like sharp everything. What is it? Extreme flavors, very spicy, Colby? very very. Uh, you know, I like my like my liquor straight, like my cheese sharp. <laughs> well, how come you're always giving me the beans on that then? What? What do you mean? Well, because you sip on it, you sip on it chops. warm. I just go right down. The, I'm not oh. trying to screw around. That's why I drink my. Wait, that's not with the tasting straw. it then. You know, you can't enjoy the twelve bucks you I, spend I, on the handle at I, that I, point. I, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for the effects more than the um, the taste. Reese, now do we have a winner for our wings? Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. You ready back there? We're giving away another set right now. Three six one three six eight eight. You want wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern? We got wings for you every Wednesday around here. And again, our thanks to the Desperado over there on South Russell, right across the street from the YMCA. Uh, one of the great spots around town and uh by the way plenty of to-go stuff as well and i mean we give away wings they're known for the wings but for real it's all good you can't walk out you get a frisbee burger we gave a couple of those thing things away mm-hmm. and you know what i mm-hmm. ate one i'm not sad to say and i might eat another one before it's all said and done me in this town i love it over there so go over to the desperado uh and enjoy some wings on us three six one three six eight eight another a uh, 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 basket of them for you, and then uh, maybe a couple of cold ones and a burger for good measure while you're over there. All right, two tell new one is one hundred two nine ESPN Radio. Hour number one in the books. Hour two straight ahead. The ESPN Roundtable coming up. We'll get to uh, we'll get to it. A couple of memories right after this. Hey, what if there was a place where you could walk in, get physical therapy, play, pay a flat fee, and feel better? Well, guess what? There is Physio Trek. Missoula's only walk-in physical therapy office, PhysioTrek, offers physical therapy on your time and with a flat fee so you can feel better faster. No need for referrals, for insurance. Just go to PhysioTrek.com, book your appointment, and feel better. You know you've been wanting to try dry needling or see if more specific stretching would help? Well, you can do that now at PhysioTrek. Visit PhysioTrek.com, P-H-Y-S-I-O-T-R-E-K-K, physiotrek.com and book an in-clinic or telehealth appointment today. That's physiotrek.com. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear, 
How about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.